we y'all we are here today how are y'all doing nick how are you i am tired of this damn heat i know that <laughs> this heat it's just it's been 90s and hundreds every damn day and i just can't take it well it's been like that over here um I live in the northern part of Los Angeles, which is like northern North Hollywood, and it is, it is super hot. And there was a fire over the weekend, and they they call it the the, the weekend of smoke and ash. But hey, I don't know because I wasn't here because I was at Comic Con. Yes, I was. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, Comic-Con. You have a Comic-Con uh, hangover? I have a Comic-Con hangover. I think I'm getting sick because, you know, you're always around all those people. <laughs> and um, the people I was staying with, we rented a house, and um, one of them was getting sick. And I was like, I'm going to get sick because he's getting sick. And so it was, you know, it's 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 expected because, again, you're around a whole lot of people. Nobody's washing their hands. People ain't taking baths. So, of course... <laughs> You're going to get yeah. sick. But um, what we're doing today, everybody, is we're going to really just get up in Comic-Con and what happened and what went down with the trailers and TV and other things that we um, saw, whether we were there or by Internet or by Twitter or what have you. We're going to really get into some of the greatness that happened at Comic-Con. And, and before we get into the trailers and other discussions, I'm just going to let y'all know just a little bit about what to expect about Comic-Con. Now, I know some people have never been. Nick has never been to Comic-Con. And that's not okay. This, not a one that big. Not they the, have yeah. ones in Lexington. Yeah. But, you know, not as big and famous as San Diego's. Yeah, so let me rephrase that. It hasn't been to San Diego <laughs> Comic-Con. And a lot. I know a lot of you haven't either. But let me kind of give you a little bit of, you know, do's and don'ts about that. Because it's not for everybody. And if you are a true introvert, this could be a challenging thing for you. Now, me, I'm an extrovert. I like to be in the midst of everything. I was that child who would jump up and sing in church any song for no apparent reason. So um, just to give you a little bit of idea with that, when you go to Comic-Con, it is spending money. So I'm going to tell y'all, y'all need to start saving up your coins now. Whatever y'all doing out here in the streets or where you're doing your real jobs, start saving your money because that's what you're going to need because it takes a lot of money. And mostly because, um, for example, if you're not a writer, if you're not creating any content or doing anything, you have to get a regular badge. Regular badges are $40 to $55. So you're about to spend $200 to get um, badges for all four days if you're trying to go all four days now if you're trying to go for a couple of days I would say if you want to go for a couple of days the best days to go is, to go is Friday and Saturday but um, so if you want to do that that's probably about a hundred dollars you will spend but it's the hotels so hotels are no joke here they the prices do go up so you know if you do get your tickets you have a chance to get hotels and hotels are expensive there are some that are 140 a night there are some that are 350 a night Ooh. so you will have to figure out you know what you want to do now some people want to stay in in the middle of the gas lamp um area and that's downtown uh, so you will be spending a pretty pretty penny but if you don't mind staying about five miles out, they do have a tram that pick everybody up. And I've done both. I've been in the middle of it and spent about $700. And then I've been out in outskirts and spent 
no more than 400 something dollars and it still worked out fine actually i'll be honest with y'all i prefer to not be downtown i like being the five miles away because they still pick you up and, to, and drop you off um but you're able to like get back and it's a little bit more quieter and if you stay in hotel circle you got restaurants you got target so if y'all need to pick up something target is right there and now there's a new mall area so if you want to go and get a cute outfit you can go over there and get a cute outfit too you can still do that at target but if you want to get a real cute outfit you can go over there and get that too they got old navy there too so those are things i will say that you know that's what you need to look out for also food let me explain food because i know it's tough for those of you who are trying to be healthy what I would suggest is you go up and since Target is at their hotel circle circle or even before you get here, get you some protein bars, load up on protein bars and load up on beef jerky. There's a lot of people that were saying they were trying to watch their carbs so you can do like those strict protein bars that are tasteless and beef and jerky. Water. Yeah, and uh, water too. Water. Don't don't trip out on water because I'm telling y'all. You are walking around like you marching to Selma the entire time at Comic-Con. <laughs> I posted how many steps. I took like almost 35,000 steps. Um, it's just so, you're walking a lot because you're trying to go to panels. You're trying to get stuff signed. You're trying to meet, you know, celebrities from the movies and everything that's going on. And you're meeting people. You're constantly on your feet. So you will need to have some type of sustenance, whether it is protein bars, beef jerky works, Water, I had a huge bottle of water that kept filling up. So make sure you have those things too and wear comfortable shoes. Don't try to be too cute with those Jeezy shoes, whatever those shoes are. Get some real comfortable shoes because you are walking most of the time. And they don't like you sitting down like in the hallway. They will tell you to get up and move. So unless you are a professional, they have professional lounges where you can just go and just sit and chill and go to sleep because some people, they did that too. You uh, will be walking a lot. And a lot of the sitting area is already packed up because a lot of families go. And then there's a lot of people who are di who have disabilities who are going. So a lot of the time they have those seats. So make sure that you are wearing comfortable shoes, comfortable clothes. Don't try to be too cute. Try to be comfortable. Because comfortable if, cute. Yeah, be comfortable cute. Because if you're trying to do way too much, it's going to weigh on you. Now, those of you who like to cosplay, um, you just... A lot of you are familiar with how long and how crazy it can be in that in your costumes. But if you're doing the doing this for the first time, just be aware that you're in this all day. So just be aware of what you're gonna put on and um, what you're gonna do. And if you're gonna really put a lot of detail and work into your outfit, you may want to kind of think about how long you want to be at the con. For example, a friend of mine um, said that they're gonna come in around like noon and do to three go back change and then come back regularly for the rest of the day or they'll start out early like at eight and then you know leave at noon and then be regular for the rest of the day just because they want to be able to be comfortable so those are things you should be thinking about if you're going to cosplay too um just because again you're there all day and there's tons of people there was over a hundred thousand people who attended comic-con this year so for a lot of us who come from towns that only have 19,000 people, there's, there's your hometown and more right. is at Comic-Con. There are more people at Comic-Con than it is in Paducah, Kentucky. So therefore, I'm just saying, be aware that you are going to bump elbows. You're going to bump people. It is just going to happen. Don't get upset. It is what it is. The neat thing is a lot of people are very nice um, and, and, and understanding. 
So be aware of that. And about food, getting back that to that again. I would not recommend you eating at the gas lab area. That's a downtown area. I will I would recommend for you to kind of go outside and, and you can go to University Avenue. There's a lot of restaurants there. It's also the gay district um, around Hillcrest. So you can kind of go around there to eat. Uber is there and they were also giving Lyft tickets that, that was worth up to $50 a ride. So there was opportunities for you to get out of that area because it's tough. It's, everybody's down there. So everybody's at the, all the restaurants. Everybody is at everything you can eat. And some of the food is the prices are have been lifted up. Um, so be aware of that. I will say go to the Broken Yoke because they are a diner that keeps their prices low. So if you want to get a big old cheeseburger and uh, fries or onion rings, you will pay $11. And that's not bad. That's no, not that's bad. that's not bad at all. Um, because the only thing that's super cheap there is Subway. So everything else, you're going to have to spend some money. So going back about money, I would say for you to go to Comic-Con and feel successful, you're going to have to save about $1,000. That's what I think. Other people can have a different opinion. Because you got to think about hotels and if you're going to split it and how many people are going, the food you're going to eat, and the stuff you're going to get. Because everybody's trying to buy stuff. There's so many great things to buy at Comic-Con. The comics that you want to get, those um, exclusives that you can only get at Comic-Con, autographs, all that stuff. You're going to spend some money to really think about how much you want to spend and what you want to get. And the neat thing is you get to look at all of those great um, exclusives beforehand. So you kind of price up like, oh, for example, the gem doll. They didn't have a gem doll this year. I was kind of disappointed. But uh, they didn't. They usually do. But usually a gym doll is between $100 and $150. Um, If you want a special figure, that's usually $20. So I would say divvy out about $200 to $300. Just because you got to think about, oh, I really want to get those things. So get them. And if you you are greedy like I was a couple of years, I bought two of everything because I actually sold the other one on eBay and basically made my money back. Um, just because people can't go to Comic-Con, so that's how they get it. Now, I was being fair, and I kept things at the regular price. I wasn't like some of these um, evil folks who then, for example, if the, if the gem doll was $150, they was like, $300 for this. I'm like, no, that's that's sad. And sadly, people do pay for it. But what I will say is, if you're going to do that, if you got the money to do that, buy two, sell it at the regular price, nine times out of ten, you will end up making double. So therefore, you get the money back regardless. And that money can help you, you know, pay for the things that you probably overspent while you're there. So those are things I would say y'all need to look out for when you go to Comic-Con or anything that big. Um, New York Comic-Con, you know, that's the Kelly Rowland of Comic-Cons. Because um, <laughs> they, they're getting there, but San Diego Comic-Con is still the Beyonce of Comic-Cons. So... It's so that's what I would say y'all need to think about because again it's a lot of walking, a lot of meet and greet, and you will get tired quick. Oh, also make sure that when you are carrying a bag, carry it light because that's on your back all day. So make sure if you're carrying something, just carry the food that you're gonna eat, your water, and if you go to carry a laptop, be careful. But if you got an iPad or one of the tablets, carry that too because that's how you can not waste a lot of your energy on your the battery on your phone you can use your ipod too and your ipad too so and they do have free wi-fi there so 
Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot of information for everybody. Well, I hope y'all yeah. got it down. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to make sure people know because a lot of people go for the first time and not prepare. I was not prepared my first year. I felt like I was carrying... I felt like I was carrying... A, Oh Lord, a child! You know, my first year because I was carrying everything in my bag. I was like, I don't need to do all that. So, just giving y'all some some tips and everything else. So yeah. Well, all right. Well, speaking of all things Comic Con, I mean, the main thing was the movie trailers that dropped. Yes. For the big two, DC and Marvel. Mm-hmm. So let's go through them and kind of dissect them and what we liked what we didn't like mm-hmm. uh let's start out with the obvious choice mm-hmm. the number one uh the wonder woman trailer what were your initial thoughts about it well you know I, you know i have to applaud dc because they dropped the trailer as soon after they had their big um moment in hall age so they made sure that everybody got to see it you didn't feel left out i saw the trailer and actually i was in the group when um when Gall and the rest of the cast members came out and signed autographs, I saw it on the big screen. I did not make it to Hall H. And really quick, Hall H, people sleep outside two nights before to get into that room. It's almost ridiculous. And at this point, you don't need to do that. But anyway, um, so I saw, I saw the trailer. And, you know, I liked the way it began. One of the biggest things I, I did not like was the fact that she said she was made by Zeus. Um, but um, everything else, I just thought it was nice. It was electric. It was powerful. I have grown to 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 accept Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. She did a great job in Mad vs. Sad. And what I saw in this trailer was just pure magic. I loved a little bit of Amazons that we got. Um, just because I, I like that they didn't give us too much about them. But I like the speech that the mother gave about they don't deserve you, Diana. And I like that, you know, that scene where she's in this, I guess, at a party. She has her sword in her back. She was ready to go. <laughs> I know a lot of people are not a fan of the sword. I'm not a fan of the sword and the shield. Um, you know, Wonder Woman, to to me, is like, I look at her as I look at Storm. Storm doesn't need a sword or a shield. They are powerhouses within themselves. So right. I wish they would have focused more on that. And maybe they do that in... Um, in the movie, but I I really got so much from that trailer, and I like that I don't know who she's fighting. I I like that we don't know a lot. We got a little bit about her, and I like that that one statement she was saying that he was like you know trying to basically tell her like, you know, you don't have to do all this, and she's like, well, <laughs> it's not really up to you. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I like that about her. I like the way she looks. I like. The whole thing, and so I was, I was highly impressed. I was very impressed, and Patty Jenkins, who is directed at her energy, because when she was speaking to the crowd, speaking to us, she was just so energetic, and I really felt that she really wants us to believe in this movie. I want to believe in this movie. I am standing in my faith for this movie, so I, I, I do hope for the best. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I I really thought it was like badass, especially the part where all the uh, Amazons were riding on the the horses. Yes. Uh, and that I don't know if it was her or another Amazon that did that that flip and had the bow and arrow. Yes. That that was really cool. Um, my concern, or I'm the 
kind of like rolling my eyes a little bit is the fact that I guess his name is uh, what's his name Chris Pine yeah. plays uh, Steve Rogers or is that uh, his Steve, name Steve or? Trevor Steve Trevor the the white boy in it I <laughs> I don't want him to be a love interest because to me it takes away the validity of Wonder Woman it just seems like it's tacked on and Wonder Woman really doesn't need a love interest but that's just my only concern about it other than other than that and other than the lack of uh, women of color which I hope they clear up soon and like other trailers I thought it was a really good trailer Yes, and the neat thing is for some of the pictures, we know there are women of color in the Amazon group. We also know that the the goddess herself um, move or be moved um, from uh, from Captain America Civil Civil War. She's in this movie too. Yes, she's supposed to be the senator. Uh, her, uh, Florence Kasumba yeah. is the actress's name. Uh, she's supposed to be uh, senator. I forgot the senator's name. Yes. But a side note, uh, Florence Kasuma is also scheduled to be in the series uh, of The Wizard of Oz. I forgot what it's called. Um, Emerald City. Emerald, Yes, Emerald City. She's supposed to be the Wicked Witch. And did you see the mock-up, the, uh, the I, picture I of did. her? She's all red. Yes. I said, bitch better fuck it up all the way up. I'm so ready for I know. her to get in more. You know all the all the girls gonna be out here in these streets trying to find a wind machine and walk around in these red <laughs> garments. They gonna be out there, and I probably would have been out there too <laughs> exactly. as a kid. Just after I saw that, because you know the girls are gonna be like, "Look at her!" They are gonna be wanting to do that and be her for Halloween. So, yeah, that's yeah a great side note about Miss um, Lady. But I I want. Like I said, I, I, I'm with you. I don't really want her to have a love interest. I want Diana to come here and realize why she is needed in man's world. And I didn't like the description that Jeff Johns gave about her, how she's going to learn things from Steve. I d- no, they need to learn from her. She's coming from a, a highly evolved race. She's coming from people who are who are enlightened and who are strong and powerful i don't think she needs to like she can learn some stuff but i don't think that needs to be the overall you know thing of her and so i you know like i said the trailer was great it made me have some hope i enjoyed the poster i know some people didn't like the poster but i kind of like the post of her looking looking out i wish they would have showed her face a little bit more or maybe kind of showed her just looking out uh, from the side and show her face, um, and you know, part of me really wants her to have more hair. I don't know why I want her to have more hair. I just want her to have more feet. Like her, I want her to fill out. Like I want it to be Greek and curly and just thick and everything. I, I kind of wanted that. I feel like I'm not really getting that. I'm getting, you know, mousy hair, Wonder Woman. But I, I kind of want definitely want get, her to blow out. Not really that. I just kind of want this look. Like if, if people remember George Perez. His version, she had even um, Phil Jimenez. They, she had this thick, curly black hair that I just love, and I want that. I want to see that in that. So you know, I mean, I, and there's nothing against Gog. I mean, they can't do that to her. I think one. I think Linda Carter had to wear wigs when she was doing Wonder Woman in the series. So, kind of wish I would have thought about that, but 
it is what it is. Yeah, I, I, I think this is going to be, well, we're hoping that it's going to be a really good movie. Yeah. And going in the same thread of DC, so the Justice League trailer dropped, mm-hmm. and it was... The trailer already was better than Mad vs. Sad, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think the guy who plays the Flash, uh, Urza Miller. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be, I think, the breakout star, and not to mention our husband, uh, Jason Moa. Yes. Uh, that woo, that man. Walking like that, drinking that woo. liquor. I was like, you know what? I'm saved, and you are compromising my relationship with Jesus and I was just sitting there like look at him walking around there drinking and that water come busted on him <laughs> so that's just not right and then how he manhandled was it I think it was what, he, he bruised the way he manhandled yeah. him against that wall I was like oh okay I can't don't 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 I was weak I was just weak <laughs> on the ground I was like I can't take this why uh, is he yeah, doing I, that to I, me I think that's it's gonna be it's gonna do well um I like the, uh, I, I wanted a little bit more from Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Um, and the scene between Batman and The Flash, that was cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminded me, The Flash reminds, reminds me of the kid who plays Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, that played, uh, played him in the uh, Civil War and mm-hmm. who was playing him in Homecoming. Yeah. Um, so I think they're off to a good start. Yeah, I believe that, and I really like, you know, personally, it could have been about Bruce, Diana, and Aquaman, because I feel like I got so much from the little bit of interaction between Bruce and Diana, um, because, you know, they were going out to get these people, and so I was getting a lot from that, and I really enjoyed, um, you know, kind of their chemistry that I saw from that. I hated the background music, though. It sounded so frat, but bro-ish. I was like, eh, okay. Uh, but I like that they got something started. I kind of like that we don't know, again, who the enemy may be or what's going to really go down. Um, I, I kind of like that this was kind of the, we're gathering the group. Um, however, however, a couple of years ago, I was hyped from the Mad vs. Sad um, trailer. And you saw what we got. Oh, right. So it was just a lot that um, just could have been could have been done with that movie. So, you know, I'm like, I'm very apprehensive and I really want to believe that this is going to be a good movie. But, you know, they fooled me twice already. Uh So who knows? But what? But while I was there, a lot of people were saying like they would have wanted and I wanted this, too. I thought that instead of putting out Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman should have been the next movie after Mad vs. Sad, then Justice League, and then um, Suicide Squad. Because I'm struggling with, I'm, I'm I'm struggling with what purpose does the Suicide Squad have to go before these movies? Right, right. That, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not sure about their timeline or what they're trying to do. But uh, what Suicide Squad comes out next week? Yeah. So, hopefully, some answers—not all of them—I know will be revealed. Um, and speaking of some answers, I, I, which we both both don't have, the Doctor Strange trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know how to feel about this movie. I'm still pissed off that the ancient one is a white woman. Yeah. Uh, it's it looks like it's a good movie to go see if you're high. Yeah. Um, I just I don't feel a way about it. You know who they? I think they should have cast as Doctor Strange. Um, is uh, Oded Fear? Uh, he was in the Mummy. The guy with the long uh, black hair. Uh, he was part of the the gang that was trying to keep the people away from the tomb. Uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was uh, he voiced Doctor Fate and Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Um, they could have got Naveen Andrews to play uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. But I'm just I don't know how to feel about this movie, honestly. You know, I I. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be open minded about it because I can't. I mean, it, it it has a lot that could really happen in it, and I felt the same way about Ant Man. I felt the same way about um, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I ended up liking them. So I'm hoping I will like Doctor Strange. I I have I never really read Doctor Strange. The only time I really read him um, was during um, the early, like the '80s era of X Men when they got transported back to the Hibernian age. I'm probably saying it wrong, but where um, he had to work with magic to get them back. Um, and so he was kind of doing that there, and he was trapped by another evil wizard and Selene. They kind of, you know, did some stuff. And, and, and so that's why I knew about him. Um, and so I don't really know that much about him, but this is going to probably help me understand more about Doctor Strange and why... You know why he got this movie and what and and what is his real story? So who knows? You know it could be good. Yeah, I I went um I went in the same way uh, to the Warcraft movie as having like no kind of knowledge about the story about the the people or whatever. So maybe this is a good thing. I I'll try to keep an open mind, but I'll be cautiously uh, optimistic. Uh, so another trailer that dropped, which I have no use for, um, was The Woods. <laughs> so it's supposed to be a sequel to The Blair Witch Project. Um, I just, honestly, I was meh. I really don't care about it. What about you? You know, I, because I was there when they dropped The Secret, you know, and they were trying to get us to go um, to see it out, and I wasn't able to make it. Um I that's smart. It was smart for them because it was smart what they did when with the original Blair Witch, and I remember seeing the woods, and I remember thinking this is almost the Blair Witch because like they go out in the woods, okay, so whatever, whatever. Um, I I don't know if we need it, but I like that they did kind of reference that you know he's going to look for his sister. She's been gone for all this time. Now part of me was like, are they going to say he's going back after? A decade, like you know, like because I'm like right. she's gone. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm sorry, honey, but she's gone. <laughs> you got to go back then. But I don't, I don't know what to think of it. But I'm going to see it because I, I want to see how they're going to do this, and I want to see how they are um, portraying the Blair Witch. 
Um, but then, and they also, they're not ignoring the second, the Book of Shadows, but they're going to somewhat acknowledge that in some form or fashion. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do with this because this could work. So, and I love horror, so I'm going to give it a shot. But I thought it was a little crafty how they kind of, you know, fooled us and said, oh, it's Blair Witch. Yeah, the the Blair the original Blair Witch Project movie it did a lot for the horror genre in that kind of a I forgot what it's called but that type of subset of horror. Um, so I can appreciate what they did as far as that concern, but the actual movie of the Blair Witch, uh, I was waiting, I was counting the time until I got out of the theater. Like, what are these white kids doing? Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Uh, it's still meh about it. Now, another one that I'm kind of, it's decent looking, but still meh about it, was uh, the King Arthur um, trailer. Uh, what were your thoughts about that one? It was okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, but you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be rude. We don't need another King Arthur movie. We've had Excalibur. We've had all these other movies, all these other TV shows, Merlin. We've had, there was another Merlin. There's been so many ass stories about King Arthur. I don't care about King Arthur. I don't, I don't, he got, so he can pull a square out of a stone. He still died. Like I feel like so at the end of the day, what did he do? You know, I'm like, you know, I mean, Excalibur, and for those of y'all, Excalibur came out early like I think in 80 or 81 and that was my first movie that I saw sex in <laughs> as a kid because I think uh, Morgan Le Fay was being I, I, I don't I don't know if she something was happening I think she was she was yeah a guy was having sex with her in armor I was like how does that work but um, <laughs> I I think Helen Marin played her actually um, so uh that was my first introduction, but I feel like we've seen King Arthur so many times. I don't know why we have another movie. It's like, you know, they, they love white folks to, to put as many white heroes out there as possible. Uh-huh. I'm like, sure I, don't, I don't care for this. So y'all could have kept that. I don't care if cute little, what's his name, is in the movie. I He needs, he should have stayed in um, the what you call it, but he's not, he's not going to be in that movie. Oh, Jude No, um, what, he was in Pacific Rim, Charlie Hoonan or something like that. Um, he's, I think he's in this movie. Yeah, this movie is really kind of not on my radar. I let, you know what they should have did is make King Arthur black. Then I would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, another one. I think one of the last ones that I saw was the the Kong the Skull Island trailer. Yeah. Uh, now Samuel Jackson is in it, so I know he's gonna be cussing and screaming and yelling at folks. I'm kind of undecided about it, mainly because I don't like this kind of this man versus nature. It's always man man trying to control nature, and I really I have an adverse effect to that kind of shit. Um, I don't know how I feel about this yet. It it looks good, but I mean that's. In Hollywood, that's the easy part. Yeah, it it did look good, and I I, I was like okay, um, and I think it has um, the new Captain America. She's in it. Oh uh, yes, Brie uh, Larson. Yeah, is she's in it. in it, and so I was like okay, I see what y'all doing because you're trying to play up 
you know, this, as well as her Academy Award win. So I, 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 I get it. It could be fun, but you know, I feel like we just had a Kong movie not too long ago. Um, Peter Jackson did it, which was great. It was, it was long, but it was a lot that happened in that movie with the insects. Y'all, if y'all want to, it's, it's horrific. If you Google or watch the, the insect scene, it is horrific. And I feel like if y'all not going to come with it, like they did in that Kong movie, then you don't need to do this <laughs> at all. But and they and they kind of they, they kind of downplaying Kong, so it didn't seem like he was like the focus of this movie. So we'll see what this is really all about. And I kind of like the thing that there's certain like you know there's certain places that are hidden from the rest of the world. Um, so who knows? This could be a breakout. It's one of those. It's one of those movies that you really just go with a group of friends and y'all just eat all fat food and just watch. It's like one of those type of movies. So right, yeah. I'm just well, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and that's, as, as far as movie trailers, those were the ones that stuck out in my mind. Uh, now, as far as TV trailers and TV series, uh, the biggest one that I saw was the Luke Cage one. Yeah. And I am so ready for this one. It was almost like um, The Wire, but with superheroes. Yes. Uh, it was gritty. It's going to be on Netflix, so yeah. they have the liberty of doing more than just two hours in a movie Uh, it's going to be in the same vein as Daredevil and Jessica Jones Uh, so that looked really awesome it's all black cast damn near and I'm ready for that one yeah I am excited for that too I love you know here he was walking through getting shot at and just acting like bitch what like that and I loved right. it and I liked that even he did like the little bring it on hands and I was like I love that intro to him because it is amazing this is a black man who's bulletproof this is a black man who is taking the streets and putting it in order like I like that about him I like that Misty Knight will be up in this and we'll get to see a lot with her I like that we have a Netflix series versus a movie. I know a lot of people always talk about we want a movie, we want a movie. But I was like, no, I feel like with Netflix series, we are getting the full story. We are getting all of these great character and character developments with these, with people that we've grown up with for years. So I'm really excited about this. I feel like it's going to be great. September 30th, we're going to be ready. Uh, we may have to live tweet this. Because yes, just, I was about to say the same exact thing. It's just going to be amazing. And so I, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I am so excited that they were there. And that, and the cast looks so wonderful. Um, I saw Mike, Mr. Luke Cage himself. I'm like, Lord, all of that. Like, he is tall. I'm like... I, I'm tired of all this sexiness. I can't. I was sitting there like, oh my god, and people are walking and bumping into me, and I, I didn't even care. I was like, let me just stand this. I'm walk. I'm watching him walk up and down the stairs of the Marvel booth, uh-huh. and I'm just like, Lord have mercy. I, I just want to know what he smells like. Like I'm just sitting there like, Lord, woo wee. I bet like, he smells like success, success, but- lust. <laughs> And and take it from me, but you know, mm-hmm. all of that. But and, and then um, Misty Knight, the actress, she looked wonderful too. Her hair was just like this beautiful cloud, brown cloud. I was like, oh my god, I just, I'm just so, just so into it. 
<laughs> so into right. it. So I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that that's going to be really good. Yeah. Um, now another uh, another trailer that dropped was the the Walking Dead mm-hmm. trailer. Now in it we saw Negan going from each person to find out which one he was going to hit mm-hmm. or basically kill. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come back until what I think October. Yeah. And I think they waited way too long. It should be coming back in Feb in September, but I don't. I, I'm going to watch it regardless. But yeah. I think the wait was a little bit too long. Uh, it looks good. Um, uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to be there and watch it. I'm just. I don't know. What What are your <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> I'm drawing a blank here. I'm going to be there. Um... I'm going to be there for it. Um, I'm very curious to know more about... Because I, I only read, like, a, I don't I don't follow through with the comics. I read, like, a, I think up to the first 50. Um, and I kind of, mostly through trades. But I, I'm, I'm curious. It looks like it's going to be something interesting. They were showing pictures of the guy with these tigers and um, all that stuff. So I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to look. Um, uh, gonna see what's gonna happen, who's gonna kill. I don't know if they're gonna kill anybody the main people, but the neat thing about the display at Comic Con, they had that scene of Negan Senator um deciding which one he's gonna kill. Like it was and you can take a picture, you can actually get on your knees with the group. Um uh, <laughs> so that was kinda neat to see. Um but you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I I, I think that they counted on the hype to be to carry them all the way through the summer and i'm like y'all don't milk this for too long you know there's so much story that you need to tell need to get over with it and you know go on somewhere yeah uh speaking of zombies uh fear the walking dead (laughs) had their little trailer and that's about all i have to say about that (laughs) <laughs> as all like, that show I, I thought it was going to be something that it's not and the characters do some of like the dumbest shit I have ever seen on TV the only interesting character is the black guy I forgot his, his character's name but he's actually gay hmm. so he's the only one interesting one the daughters and the sons, they do this stupid stuff. Like, oh, this zombie is walking towards me. Let me walk towards it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but I will say that there's a lot of people of color in it. There's a, there's only like one white woman in it, which is, you know, I think good for to show different people. But as a show... It's just, I don't even know why it's still on, to be honest. Yeah, I I tried it, but it was just too slow for me. Um, the trailer didn't excite me to still get on it, so... You know, we'll see. We'll see. I might take. I might look at the first. I look at the first episodes of any premiere just to be like, let me just get a taste and see if I want to stay around or not, but... You know, I mean, 
some people like it, most people don't. So <laughs> we will right. see. I didn't feel anybody was excited about it at Comic Con. So they were like, "Yeah, it's there." So it is. Yeah, it was so. there. Now, what the last trailer I saw was the the trailer for Legion that's premiering on FX yes. next year. I can't make heads or tails of what's going what's going to happen on this. It's just trippy. And if you don't know, Legion is the uh, character uh, David Heller. David Heller was the son of Professor Xavier in the comic books. And I believe his mutant powers, well, he was, he had a breakdown or he's psychotic or schizophrenic, I'm sorry. And his personality split into different powers. So, for example, Mary can't, it's the telekinesis. Yeah. Bob over here is a telekinetic. And I don't know how they're going to show that and other mutants in this series. So I'm interested, but I need to see a little bit more. Yeah. The trailer was very, it was like all over the place. It was like a bad acid trip or, you know, or when you're like, you wake up and there's something on TV and you're trying to make out what it is. That's what it felt like. I mean, it, it still piqued my curiosity. But, you know, for those of us who know about Legion, we know that he um, he really got his big thing like in New Mutants. Um, I think that's when they discovered who he was and what he was doing. Um, and then we kind of went on from there. And Legion was the big cause of um, Age of Apocalypse. Um, just because of the, the, the he's like a omni mutant or, or whatever they call him, mega mutant. He's like super everything. He's bigger than he's somewhere around you know um, Franklin Richards when it comes to power. And so I'm very curious to see what they're gonna do with this. I was wondering if the girl that he said that she, like she disappeared but she's me or something like that as one of the personalities. Um, so you know I because I know one of his um, personalities is a female so. We will see. Yeah, it looks trippy as hell. Yeah. So that's all I had uh, as far as trailers from the TV. Um, any others that you saw or stood out to you? Um, so I, um, you know, for those of you who watch, if you watch Vampire Diaries, any of the CW shows, they had some of that stuff out there. I think it's uh, the final, well, it's not the final year of, Vampire Diaries, but I wonder if it should be. Um, I feel like vampires are no longer popular, so I I think it's time to let that show go. But I will say that it was you know it it's very interesting how that show started because I remember when they premiered at Comic Con they were boo just I mean they were treated like how Bernie people act about Hillary right now because that it came out during a time that uh, True Blood was at its peak. And they were like, what is this teen version? What is this? But the show is not actually bad. It's a very fast-paced show. Things really happen. Um, I, I always get disappointed because they have a black witch. They don't use her the way they should. Um, but Bonnie is still a great character. Um, so I think this season may be a very strong season for her um, in this one. So, you know, if you watch that, I would say check it out. I, I secretly watch it. And I just told everybody I watch it. Um um, Flash is going to be interesting because um, they're going to hit Flashpoint, and Flashpoint was a... Uh, I didn't really care for that series. Maybe this is the way they can get it done right. 
Um, Supergirl seemed to be a very interesting second season because it's going to be a lot of mysteries. And as we know, Superman's going to make an appearance, so it's going to be fun to see that. Um, and Teen Wolf, this is their final year. Teen Wolf, to me, is a show that should have been over with a long time ago because I don't know who's with the writing. I mean, sadly, I think it's a black woman who does write with them. But the show never comes together right. Like, it never makes any sense, and it's always kind of off. They don't know how to really create um, consistency. Um, so um, this is the final year, and I'm glad. Plus, they gay-baited it for so long, and I hate... We're in 2016, even the for, when it start, the show started a few years ago. We should not be gay-baiting. Either somebody is gay, bisexual, queer, whatever. They just stop doing that. Stop doing it to get people to watch it. That's right. a horrible way to do it. Um, so um, I'm glad that show is ending. Um, but I do want to kind of talk about just a lot of the things that I witnessed there at Comic-Con and some things that we need to think about as queer people in general when it comes to Comic-Con. Now, Comic-Con is very heavy with a lot of dude bros. Um, so, you know, a lot of things are very hetero. It's, it's very set for hetero sexual men um but there were a lot of queer panels and things for us um that was very good um i think one of the biggest and most successful ones was the bisexual panel um that was very popular and i went to mostly all of the panels um but what i did notice is a lot of the queer panels are very white and i'm like we are geeks and we need to diversify this because there's a panel it is known as the gay gay and comics panel it's been going on for 29 years next year's 30th anniversary and um throughout this, i've i've seen at least nine of these and it's very white i think we've had like maybe one or two people of color every once in a while on it but it's very white and it's very um it's 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 mostly for people in my generation and I feel like that's great, but Comic-Con is bringing in so many new people, and I think we need to be conscious of that, because when I think of gays and comics, that should be encompassing of so many different things, and it really wasn't, so it was very white. A lot of the other panels were very white, too, and I just felt like um, my friend Sean was on those panels, and also because he was promoting uh, a gay convention, but if he wasn't doing that he wouldn't have been on the panel which would have been more white so i really want that to change um and the bisexual one was it had a black moderator trans people um let a latina was on this on on the panel it was very diverse and the crowd was very diverse another thing that i noticed in these panels where they were very white um but this panel the bi panel was very mixed with different generations different types of people um it was also very engaging the rest of them were not really engaging so my i'm saying all this to, to let people know that um when queer people come to the convention they want to they they want something they can go to to you know to connect and we have right. to make sure that these panels are something that where everybody can feel welcome to come. The fact that I didn't see a lot of the younger generation in a lot of these panels was kind of telling and sad. But also to see a lot, to not see a lot of people of color in these panels was also very telling and sad. And that cannot continue much longer. So people need to change that. And by saying that, 
Um, since I'm talking about it, I, I can't talk about it and not do something. So that's something that I'm going to work on is to get a queer people of color panel there to talk about what we're doing, what we have planned, why we should be at the table and really focus on just us. Because there's a lot of us who are out here creating and, 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 and doing great things and we're not really getting that notoriety. So I think right. it's time for us to get out there. So y'all look out because I'm, I'm, I'm speaking this into existence. I'm going to work on us getting a queer panel of color out there. And I really want people, you know, who are creators, who are writers, who are people who are doing art. I want you to have a voice and I want you to be able to know that there is a panel for you too. So I'm working with um, Faith, a friend of my name, Faith, to make that happen. Also, I'll be working with some other groups. Um, there's a group called Prism Comics, which is very prevalent in the queer community for comic book readers and, and, and people who are fans of, the, of geekery. Um, we're going to be working with them. I'm going to sit down and have a conversation about making that happen. So I just wanted to say, again, just wanted to say it so people know that it's time for us to be seen and heard. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, also during your time during the uh, Comic Con, you participated in the the meetup, the uh, yes, the Black Girl Nerds meetup. Uh, how was that? Yeah, that was the meetup with Black Girl Nerds, Race Delicious, and um, Nerds of Color, and that was great. There's a lot of great people within that group, and shout out to Jamie and Black Girl Nerds that had several panels that talked about diversity within comics and in geekdom, and it was wonderful to kind of hear those voices because we are left out a lot. It's sad that people of color who are press are left out of the room when they talk to a lot of the heavy hitters. Um, it's also interesting that um, I was told that people didn't know who Alfred Woody was, Woodward was. They didn't know um, who she was. They had they asked um, one of the people who were there to ask the black person like, "Well, who is she?" And they was like, "That's Alfred Woodward. You don't know? Like, really? Like, really?" And and it, and, it, and it goes to show you how we that type of stuff needs to stop. And I'm glad that a lot of the the, the journalists of color were pushing the fact that this has to stop and they were making sure they get in. So those of you who are people of color and you are oppressed um, and you cover this type of stuff, if you are planning to go to Comic-Con, get your press pass stuff together because y'all need to be in there and we need to be you know, prevalent in the sense that we need to make sure that we are in there talking to you know, everybody in the room. And it shouldn't be that it's sad that someone had to ask who she is. You know, that's sad. And so um, those panels talked about those issues, talked about how we have already set a standard for in in the geek world, and we, we need to be respected for that. And so I really want um, more panels that discuss that. We also talked about a diversity track. It doesn't have to be called diversity track, but something to where there, you cannot deny the fact that there's a lot of us there, people of color who are geeks, we are making sure that our voices will be continue to be heard. So I like the fact that we had some panels, but there will be more panels to come. Um, shout out to Valerie Complex, who really talked about that and pushed that. She got her first panel through the first time. So it was oh, a great awesome. panel. So I'm glad that she will be um, submitting that again for next year. But um, it, the meetup really was a great way to meet so many different people of color who are artists. 
um, and creators and writers. I we got to meet Sean for no to- for no totally his podcast. He was there. Um, Shout was, out to Sean. Yeah, it was nice to meet him in person and to you know give him credit for the work that he's doing for the Asian community. Um, it, it was just nice to be in that mix of people who were you know who love geek stuff, but also love fighting for our our our. our our chances to be heard and to be seen. Um, so it was very great. And again, um, to see Jamie holding it down and she got to interview Idris Alba, which I'm very jealous of her. <laughs> uh, she got to do that and she said it was wonderful. Uh, and she's gonna talk, I'm sure she's going to talk about it on her, on her podcast and blog. But um, it was just wonderful to see the work that she's doing really come into fruition, as well as the other people who have been working with their sites and podcasts to see their work come together and see that people are paying attention to that. So it was wonderful to be a part of that. Um, Also, I want to give a quick shout out to the fact that I met the Nichelle Nichols. And I have to say, people, if you are at a con and if she's there, do yourself a favor and meet her. Um, Nichelle Nichols is the original Uhura of the of Star Trek. Um, she is the the black woman, one of the few black women who was on a television series back in that day. I think she was only one who had a who had a prominent role. That she wasn't a maid or a housekeeper. She was um, she was in the Starfleet and in the cartoon version. She actually led a mission. She was the captain at one point. Um, the Lorelai single. So if you want to look that up, signal. So if you ever look that up, look up the Lorelai signal. Um, but to meet her was, it was everything. Like I had to watch myself from crying, uh, stop myself from crying, because I was like, this is a legend. This is a woman who, you know, who has met Dr. King, who has marched, who has stood up for us for so long, and she was looking beautiful and radiant. Um, I she was so nice because I kept saying like ma'am to her she's like she she said you're from the south that's so i was like i am from the south because she's like did i cross the tear and i said you did ma'am if you didn't that's okay i'm just enjoying myself so again she was at the convention and i feel like this is one of the greats and i you know do yourself a favor if you see her at any convention y'all need to get a picture with her talk to her whatever i got a picture autograph um she smelled wonderful. It was just everything, <laughs> everything. So I had to I'm share. I'm so upset. I missed her. She came to Lexington's Comic Con a couple of years ago, yeah. and the only time I saw her is when she was walking away. And I was, I didn't realize that who it, who it was at first. I was like, wait a minute. And then I, she never came back. I was like, damn, I missed my chance. So next time I see her, I'm gonna hold her down and get a picture. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, that's all our, our Comic-Con news. I have a little uh, Porter's Pixel Picks uh, right. in regards to uh, Nintendo and Pokemon Go. Yeah. And you're going to love this one. So, Pokemon was released, Pokemon Go was released a couple of weeks ago, uh, and it's like this craze. So, it's under... it came out that Pokemon is not actually owned solely by Nintendo. And this caused the Nintendo stock to plunge about 17%. Pokemon is owned by many people, including Nintendo. So 
Nintendo only has max a 30%, maybe 32% uh, hold of this Pokemon Go or Pokemon as its uh, entity. And at max, 30% of their earnings are from, or 30% of what they made from Pokemon Go goes to Nintendo. And so it's just a really interesting take on what not doing your homework does. Yeah. And I mean, if you're a stock market, or if you're in the stock market and you're trading these kind of shares, you this would be some kind of information that you would need to know. It just seems like bad bad homework. Yeah. Or not doing your homework. It's it's I find it kind of funny. Uh, and that's all I have for the Pixel Pixel Picks. Uh, any final thoughts about Comic Con? Anything that you're looking forward to in the next couple of cons? I know we got Dragon Con coming out coming soon. We got New York Comic Cons coming soon. Yeah. I, I, you know i I wish I can go to the other ones, but you know I would say San Diego is. It wipes you out because it's it's a lot of days. It's four straight days of madness and everything else, but it's fun madness. So if y'all get a chance to go, do go. If you are again, if you are a creator, if you have a web comic, if you are writing a blog, if you are doing art, um, sign up for a professional badge. Get get in for free so you can go and enjoy yourself and sell yourself too. Again, there's a lot of queer. Um, people of color who are doing great work and we don't know about that so please think about you know selling yourself and get yourself out there and we would love to promote you here at mega sheen too so if you are that person who have all this great work and people don't know about it tweet at us um, let us know you can tweet at us at our main um, twitter which is the mega sheen or um, our podcast um, twitter at the mega sheen pod so Show us your work. Basically, that should be our hashtag. Show your work. Because we want to make sure that you have your work and we want to promote it as much as possible. And then help you get, you know, really help you if you want to talk about how to get a professional badge. Let us know because I've filled out the forms and all that stuff before. Because I, I really would like to see more, more uh, queer people of color who are geeks there at Comic-Con representing and holding it down. Yes, I completely agree. We need to be more visible. I mean, we need to be more visible and show that we're here and that our stories matter, our ideas matter, and onward and upward. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have anything to announce this week? Uh... I don't have anything to announce this week. Do you have anything to announce this week? Well, we, like I said, we, have, we will have our site coming up soon. We will have a lot of, you know, articles and things on there, discussions as well, as well as our podcast will be posted there. So look out for Megasheen on the site. Um, we're working on getting it out there very soon. So if you are a writer, you like to do art or whatever, you know, please add us. We would love to kind of get in there. I will be the editor and chief, which is a huge, crazy ass job. But I want to make sure that we get the content that we need to really get our website out there. Um, and, um, 
also follow us on Megasheen Pod, um, or our podcast, um, we, our podcast Twitter, um, where we'll be talking about everything and making sure that you stay aware of what's happening. Uh, for both Twitters, we'll be doing that. So be excited for that. Uh, and a uh, personal plug for myself, I have finally decided to make sure that my graphic novel, Strange Lore, will be seen. So after really mulling over and mulling over what I'm going to do, um, some great people told me to go the webcomic route. So that will be coming out. Awesome. Um, in the next couple of weeks, we will start doing that, and I'm excited for it. It's a lot of work to get a webcomic out there, but I had people who who have been very successful in creating their own graphic novels tell me that's the best route, so we're going to do that. So look out for that Twitter, too, um, as well as um, some great art and storytelling, I think, <laughs> um, in this. So it basically has a, a, a gay... Um, gay man as gay black man as the lead um so and i feel like that's very important we have um queer people of color and lead and things so look out right. for that so that's that's pretty much all i have also follow us uh listen to us on soundcloud itunes give us a rating uh tell us what you like what you didn't like mm-hmm. how we can do better yeah. that really matters to the ongoing success of megashing Yes, and we will also have some guests on here, too, um, to probably talk about some projects that they're doing. Um, so look out for that. I know there's a lot of people that um, have a lot of great things coming, so you, we want you to know about them. So um, be aware of that. And if you are that person who has great things going on you really want to share it again, let us know, because we would love to make sure you get out there. And shout out to... The other podcasts who get, who are giving us love, we have Fan Bros, um, Lemonade, um, a lot of others are you know, Black Girl Nerds. A lot of people are giving love, and so that's very it's, it's, it's a very good feeling because I feel like we're not competing against each other. We're working together to make sure that you see us, and that's what we really want to do. I was telling someone that said, "I don't." think of our I don't think of this somebody asked well you think it's too many of y'all trying to talk about people of color and geekery I was like no there's not enough there's not enough of us doing this so we're doing this and we're not trying to compete we're doing this as a I, I believe that we're doing this as a big group so you get to see and hear different voices a different diversity of voices discussing these issues that we are very passionate about exactly I, there's always a tape there's a, a room at the table for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it for us this week. That's all for me. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. See y'all next week. And, you know, make sure y'all are drinking water, taking care of yourselves, save that money, and be good to one another. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Bye.